Welcome, and thank you for listening to this audio sermon from Lighthouse Baptist Church. For more information about our ministry, go to lbccincy.com. And now for the message from Pastor Nathan Lang. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter number 5 tonight. Um, truly what I'm going to be, the verse I'm going to be covering, we're going to cover a couple verses tonight, and it is truly uh, one of the most controversial verses in this, in, in Ephesians, uh, and I even say it can be one of the most controversial verses in the Bible, and so uh, I'm not, I'm not making it controversial, but it, but it just truly is, and so I really want to, I want to do this verse justice tonight, uh, I, I, I'm not, this isn't a verse that I'm just kind of passing over. Uh, I'm hitting it dead. I'm hitting it right between the eyes. And my goal is for when we leave here tonight for us to, uh, fully understand what this verse is talking about. And if I don't feel that I've done that, uh, then we'll carry it on into next week and I'll make sure, uh, that we, that we, uh, that we do what we need to do with this verse. So, uh, Ephesians chapter five, and uh, let's look at verse number 20. The Bible says, uh, giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now that's where we left off last week. Verse number 21 is where we are uh, picking up. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Now, uh, I may have given this to you before. I have preached quite often from this text. This is the first time I have taught through the book of Ephesians, verse by verse. Uh, but I have given different outlines in this text uh, uh, in the past. And I've said that verses 18 through 20 uh, are talking about the preparation. And verses 21 through 25 is the pattern. And uh, verses, uh, verse 26 is the purpose. And, uh, but I want to zoom in. I want to focus in tonight on verses 21 and 22. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, Submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. And can I say uh, that this is truly a very, very uh, controversial uh, verse, not in the sense of the writer or, or who uh, God who authored it, uh, but in America today, in our culture, uh, in our society, it's not very, uh, it's not very, um, 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 you know, popular, if I could say, for this, these two verses for the wife to submit to her husband. Um, it's very, very, uh, uh, you know, what our culture promotes nowadays. And a lot of people will take these verses out of context. And a lot of people will read verse 21 and say, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. And so they say, see, there you go. Uh, I submit to him. He submits to, you know, to her. Uh, and so there you go. It's equal. We're equal in this marriage. And there's no, there's no rank or anything like that. Uh, well, that's not where this text stops, is it? There's another verse, isn't there? And so, therefore, if there's another verse, that means there's more to the story. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Now, in this, in this tonight, uh, one of the things we're going to see uh, is usually when I'm sitting down and women are trying to, uh, trying to grasp this and how, how do you submit and why do you submit and to what degree do you submit? And so we're going to look at those type of things tonight. And in uh, a lot of times, let me say this, ladies, if your mindset right out of the gate is, okay, when do I not have to submit? Uh, then you don't have the right mind frame 
in what this verse is talking about. And so, uh, so but we are going to talk about that. Is there a time uh, where, uh, where you don't have to submit? Well, we're going to see. We're going to see what the scripture says. Uh, submitting one to another in the fear of God. When, we are, when we're filled with the Spirit, it is, it'll show by our mutual submission to each other. Um, there's a mutual submission we are to have. Uh, there was uh, this, uh, you know, in, in what you're doing, how you're raising your family, how you're, uh, how you're moving along in your marriage, in your relationship. There should be a mutual submission. Um, I said this, I've said this in the past. My wife uh, conquered me with her submission, and I conquered my wife with my submission. And uh, it's very, very important that there is a submission, a submissive attitude in our spirits. But that word submit, what does it mean? Does that mean, does it mean slave? Does it mean you do whatever that person says, no matter what, no questions asked? Uh, what does it mean? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked. The word submitting here literally means, if you want to write this down, to be under rank. To be under rank. Now, how many of you are uh, military or you were in the military uh, in our church, in, 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 at some point in your life? We have three or four people. Uh, well, uh, it's a military, it's a military uh, term here, literally meaning to be under rank. It's a military word. It speaks of the way that a, an army is organized amongst levels of rank. And if you know anything about military, uh, you know that there are levels of rank. You have generals, colonels, majors, captains, sergeants, privates. Uh, there's levels of rank and you're obligated to respect those uh, that are higher rank than you. Am I, am I, would you, all of you, military or not, you would agree with me from what you've seen in movies or you've seen your military family tell you uh, that uh, in, in the military, uh, here, here's the thing, it does not matter, it does not matter if that person over you is smarter than you or not. You are to obey what they say, how they say it, when they say it, how many times they say it. Does that make sense? Uh, and so it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter uh, how many of you that you were military, how many of you had some, some people that, who were above you who you believed you were smarter than? Did you have, did you have, did that happen? Uh, I believe per, just about everybody who raised their hand, raised their hand again uh, and said, yeah, there were people uh, who I was probably smarter, probably more qualified for the job uh, or of the title, uh, but for whatever reason, they had that title and you didn't. You know, we know that as a person, a private can be smarter, more talented, and a better person than a general uh, but he is still under rank to that general, and he isn't submitted to the general so much as, uh, as a person as he is to the general as a general. Understanding that? So ladies, in this submission that God commands you to have, this is a submission that goes far beyond just that person that you married. And it goes far above into what God had created. You see, God is a God of order. And God, when he created man, he created man, uh, and then he created female. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Uh, and then the children come along. Uh, but there is a ranking system and there is a priority system uh, that we have, to, we have to make sure we keep in check. Let me say this. Uh, uh, wives, you are to help rear those children if that's what the husband wants. And that's usually how this works. The, the wife helps raise these children uh, in assisting. But remember here, if I can just hit this real quickly, the wife is to assist assist the husband in the training of the home, not do all of the training. Does that make sense? You see, today it seems like it's just pushed off. All right, honey, you take care of it all. I'm at work nine to five. You're at home. You deal with this problem. You take care of that. You know, there was something about that. You know, when, uh, when uh, I remember even as a kid, when, you know, my mom's saying, all right, now wait till your dad gets home. <laughs> 
Why? Because he was going to take care of the discipline. And, uh, and, uh, and it wasn't always proper. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, most of us were, were probably uh, borderline abused. Uh, but you know what? We're still here. We're alive. We made it. We learned what not to do, what to do. But the idea of submission doesn't have anything to do with someone being smarter or better or more talented. It has to do with God-appointed order. Write that down if you take notes. Submission has to do with God-appointed order. You see, if you take God out of the home, then everything else goes. There, there's, no, there's no submission. I, I, re, I, was just, uh, I saw a statistic earlier where they say that, I, if, I, if I remember right, give or take, th- there's about 20% of homes that are raised with a husband and a wife in that format today. 20% of homes raised with a mom and a dad and a child. In other words, nowadays, that's not the norm to have a mom and a dad. That was a Gallup poll, by the way. Nowadays, it's the norm for whatever, two dads, two moms, a mom doing, you know, doing all the work by herself, a dad doing the work by himself, a grandma stepping in, uh, you know, basically being raised by the daycare systems or whatever. There, there's, no, there's no figure there. Uh, there's no home model there to show them. Can I say this, that uh, our homes and our children need to see a dad figure and everything that that comes with. They need to see a mother figure and everything that that comes with. Why? Because the mom has something that, that the dad doesn't. And the dad has something that the mom doesn't. And God created this in such a way that there is an order and there's things you say, well, what about the, pl- the home where the dad dies or the mom runs off or the vice versa or whatever? Yes, it happens. Can God still uh, do a great miracle in that, in that home? Yes, he still can. I grew up in a broken home. Hey, God's still good, he, he, gracious. Hey, I, I think I turned out somewhat okay, except for these ticks. No. Uh, 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 hey, I'm okay. Uh, and you know what? You can be do. Don't use that as, 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 a, as a crutch and all that sort of stuff. But, but this submission, to understand what this means, uh, we can first examine what it does not mean. It does not mean that there is no idea of rank in the body of Christ submitting to one another. We can see how someone might take that, that impression. Uh, it says we should submit to one another, uh, so I should uh, be submitting to you and you should be submitting to me. No one has any more obligation to submit to do anything else. Hey, we're on equal page. Well, that's not exactly right. We know that this is what Paul does not mean because that would be a clear contradiction to other things that he wrote. For example, in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, Paul clearly tells uh, uh, the Corinthian Christians to submit to his authority and to, and to do something. Uh, can you imagine the Corinthian Christians answering back, well, Paul, you wrote that we should be submitting to one another, uh, you know, and, and them, you know, writing back. So we think you should uh, just uh, submit, us, submit to us right here. Uh, well, no, no, there's a proper order. And the Bible is very clear. Uh, another example, Hebrews 13, 7 says that obey those that have the rule over you. Uh, and it talks about being submissive in there. Um, you, I mean, we can go on and on. The Bible talks about, uh, in, in the book of Romans uh, 13, talks about submitting to the government and those who have the rule over you and, uh, and, and on and on. And so uh, we know that there is a system set up where there are people who we are to subject ourselves under and submit to fall under rank in. And that happens. The idea of this military word is more easily applied when one rank is above another. And so Paul didn't use it in that way. It, it, it can be easily applied when you tell a, a bunch of, uh, you know, if you tell privates, hey, submit to the generals, it's easily, uh, it's a little more difficult to get a, a hold of the meaning when you, you see a group of people uh, submitting one to another. And Paul, Paul is not emphasizing the idea of rank because 
He addresses all Christians. But there is something uh, else uh, important here. Paul uh, means that we should take this order under rank attitude of the military and apply it to our everyday dealing with each other. <clears throat> I'm thankful for a wife who understood that. And she, my wife, uh, got to see a mom and dad example of what we're talking about here tonight. She had a mom and she had a dad in her home, a mom who is submissive to her dad. Uh, does that mean that you always agree with, with him? No, the Bible doesn't say you're always, you always agree with him. Uh, but but uh, I like what the verse says without getting ahead of myself. Submit yourselves unto your own husbands, but don't miss the rest of the verse. As unto the Lord. As unto the Lord. It's not just about this submission that I'm submitting to him, uh, but it's with the right spirit, with the right attitude. You see, if you are submitting to just him, you know, there's going to be things he's, you don't agree with. There's going to be decisions where you say, well, I don't know about that. But when you're doing it as unto the Lord, there's a greater purpose. You see, uh, and you apply that in more areas than just in this text here. You see, when I serve at Lighthouse Baptist Church and something doesn't go my way, you see, I might get tempted to get upset, get, you know, get in a, a, just a stinking spirit, bad spirit and all that stuff. But when I do what I do as unto the Lord, it changes everything. Men, you're not getting off the hook here yet tonight. Listen, when we do what we do as unto the Lord, hey, that is why we're doing it. I'm not here tonight because I just uh, you know, want to have everybody here. Hey, I want to please God as unto the Lord. Whatever you're doing in your life, hey, make sure you're doing it as unto the Lord. In other words, for the right reason. You know, in this, thinking about this, Paul, if I can say, he, he means that we should take this underrank attitude of the military and apply it when we're dealing with each other. When a man joins the military, the first thing he is stripped of is what? His individuality. His mentality. Hey, when you're in the military, you're not thinking for yourself. You are, they are training you. They are, they are guiding you. Why? Uh, because uh, they want to make sure you are on the same page with everyone else. In other words, you keep practicing. I, you can get on YouTube and you can watch videos. I like getting on there every once in a while and watching some of these. Uh, and, uh, and some of these drill ins instructors, they are so, uh, I mean, they'll, they'll you know, pull your shirt out <laughs> you know, and then get on you for having your shirt untucked. Hey, well, you did it. You know, and uh, if you're not walking exactly perfect in step, they said, why? Because when you get over there on foreign soil, if you can't obey and do the things right here, how are you going to do it when you're under fire? And can I say that right now, if you can't s submit to your husband uh, in, in the fashion of submitting to him, now there are some things that we're going to get into in just a little bit. Uh, you know, what about if he's, you know, fooling around on me? Okay, that's, that's a that brings up a different category. Um, what, what if he's asking me to do something that's ungodly? What if he's asking me to do something that's satanic? And I've had people ask me those questions who their husband literally was trying to do that. Uh, I believe in that case, then, then uh, you do not need to go forward with, uh, if they're messing around on you, hey, that changes uh, the, the ball game there. If they're doing things that are ungodly, hey, that changes the ball game a little bit there. You know, I, I remember um, a pastor friend of mine, his wife said, uh, uh, this was a situation they had. The husband wasn't saved. The wife was saved. She was faithful every service. And his, the husband said, I don't want you going to church anymore. I don't want you going to church anymore. And, um, and so she came to the pastor and said, what am I supposed to do? He said, well, uh, he said, um, he said, you're, you know, the, I know the Bible says you're to go God over man. He said, um, he said, why don't you do this? Why don't you, why don't you stay home from church 
and pray for him. And pray for him. This is a true story. The pastor came, a pastor friend of mine, he said within a month, he said it was about a month later, the wife came back and, and gave testimony. He ended up getting in church and getting saved. But this is what he said. He said, there's something about that. He said, it, she didn't obey. He said, if she was not a Christian, she would not have obeyed me. He said, but because of the faith that she has, it has changed her in such a way that she wanted to obey me and she wanted to do what I said. And that literally changed his attitude toward God. Isn't it amazing? You know, the Bible talks about that. Hey, ladies, you ought to be praying for your husbands if they are not right, if they're not serving God, if they're not where they need to be. Uh, that ought to be a constant area of prayer. Uh, but in practical you know, action, submitting to one another, uh, it's implying here all the, all the line with the idea of being a, a team player, submitting one to another, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God, verse 21. The Christian must not be thoughtless, but, uh, but think of others. We need to be thinking of others and submitting uh, to that other, our, our significant other. The Christian needs to be individualistic uh, and they must not just be uh, self, living for self. We need to be submitting to others. Uh, we need to have a, a team attitude. In, in our homes, it should be a team attitude. Uh, wh whatever you do, it shouldn't be just, hey, this is my house and my rules, men. Hey, there needs to be a submission. There needs to be a mutual submission there uh, and a mutual understanding. But he says in, in, in this verse, um, in the fear of God, in verse 21, in the fear of God. It's an important point because Paul repeats the idea all through the extended section Speaking about submission. Speaking about submission. That's what this is talking about. Wives, submit your own husbands as unto the Lord. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Bond servants, uh, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. Uh, the words in fear of the Lord, in the fear of God, describe what should be our motive for submitting one to another. What is your motive for submitting to your husband? Is it so you can get what you want? Now, next week, we're going to be dealing with the men. So this week, we're just dealing with these two verses. Don't get upset with me, ladies. Next week, we're going to dig into the guys. Don't worry. But this isn't a digging. This is a how is, once again, how is your spirit when your husband says, this is what I think we should do? Is it an automatic, excuse me here, fit? Is it an automatic, I don't want to, so I'm not going to? Uh, you know, I think part of the problem in, in relationships in general is some people, they don't do anything they don't want to do. And can I say, if you don't do anything you don't want to do, I guarantee you, you're not going to be submissive to, to your husband and you're not going to be submissive to God. Because let me say this, when you're submissive to your husband, they're saying, as unto the Lord. You see, when you submit to your husband, this is a spirit uh, that funnels not just to that man, but it's, hey, I'm doing this because of my love for God. There ought to be that kind of love for your husband that you will serve them, that you will submit to them. You see, you know how do we do this? I just said a little bit ago, when we see ourselves no longer as individualistic, but as a partnership, as a team, there's a covenant there. Hey, we, we went into a covenant when my wife and I got married, and, and I've said this before, it wasn't just uh, uh, myself and Jenny standing at the altar. Hey, God Almighty was there in the presence. We wanted him there. We wanted God a part of that ceremony. And so there was a covenant that went into, and if you know anything about Scripture, you know that God never breaks covenant. 
It's a promise. It's something that God, uh, that he sets up and he wants. You know, when you really respect someone, you care about pleasing him or her, and and you're afraid to disappoint them. Can I say uh, that 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 comes in with this mutual submission, but this comes in uh, with that submission from from one view to another, uh, having this compatible, this respect, this compatible love. It's a fear of disappointing Jesus. Realize, he said, uh, uh, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. This is a help fear. This is not a fear of, oh, God's going to smash me if I don't obey him. God's going to take me out if I don't do something. He's going he's to uh, you know, spank me, so to speak. <clears throat> no, uh, that's not how we should view this. Now, if you're not married in here, uh, in here tonight and you're listening on or you're here present, can I say in here today uh, that don't feel like this is not for you because we need to see what the true model should be. Mothers should not, mothers should not, unless they're single moms, should not be leading the home lock, stock, and barrel. God has ordained that man to be there and it is God's desire. You say, I don't agree with that. Then you don't agree with scripture because this is clearly how God has set it up. Well, my mom led the home all these years and we all turned out okay. Um, You know, yeah, I didn't say it couldn't turn out okay, but it's not God's original intent. Hey, we got divorced and it was okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because of the hardness of your hearts. Yeah, but listen, that's not God's original intent. Well, this little boy was raised by two dads and he turned out okay. Uh, Yeah, nobody said they couldn't turn out okay, but that's not what God wanted. That's not God's first choice. That's not God's original intent. Hey, we've got to go back to what God wants. He set up an order here for a reason. Wives. Paul addressed wives and their responsibility in the Christian marriage first. This isn't because they're bigger problems. (laughs) Ooh, I'm going to get in trouble. Or because they need special attention. The reason is that the apostle was particularly concerned about the question of submission. That was the principle that he introduced in Ephesians 5.21. This aspect of uh, submission has a particular application to wives in the Christian marriage. The same logic continues in Ephesians 6 for children. uh, And it it continues on. uh, You think uh, slaves are addressed before their masters because the apostle was primarily concerned about submission. as if Paul said this, I command you to submit to one another in a very general way. Now, if you do it in a general way, how much more so should wives do to their husbands in this special relationship of marriage? Can I, can I, can I say that for some people, they, they submit to their boss at work more than they do their husband at home? They submit to their friends and their family and their church family even more so than submitting to their husband. I say that, listen, this isn't a hobby horse. This is not me beating up on ladies. This is simply saying, ladies, God placed you under your husband for a reason. And there is an order to how God does things. God is a ordered God. When you, when you submit, when, you, when I submit to God, I am recognizing that he has legitimate authority over me. 
When my children submit to me, but can I say, I don't want them submitting to me because I've threatened them 16 times, counted the four 150 times. I want them to submit to me out of their love for me and out of their love for God. And that's something that develops over time. But I also don't want my wife just submitting to me because she has to. I want that heart spirit to be there uh, in the right in the right context. You think about that, you know, that song obedience, doing exactly what the Lord commands, doing it happily. Action is the key. Doing it immediately. Joy you will receive. Obedience is the very best way to show you believe. I know that's a little kid song that we sing, but the reality is it should be a joy. It should be a joy. You know, uh, you think about it. How many, how many ladies pray and wish for a husband and God's given you a husband, and they may not be the perfect person, and they're not going to be the perfect person, and they may not, hey, they may have a lot of things out of whack, a lot of things they got to work on, hey, but that doesn't take away the, 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 the order of service here of what God has, husband, wife, then the children. When we submit to God, we recognize God's authority, and we act accordingly. We act accordingly. Okay, God is in, in charge of me. He's over me. So therefore, what I'm going to do is out of love and obedience to him and submission to him. When we submit to the police and we recognize the authority of the police, we act accordingly. When we submit to our employer, we, 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 we act accordingly. When we submit, uh, you know, submission does not mean inferiority. Uh, submission does not mean silence. Submission means submission. Are you with me? Write that down. Write sub and write the word mission. There's a mission for the Christian marriage. Did you realize that? There, there's a mission, and that mission is obeying and glorifying God. The wife says, I'm going to put myself under that mission. That mission is more important than my individual desires. Uh, and so uh, I'm going to put myself under that mission. That mission uh, is to follow him and, 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 to, and, and to serve and to love uh, and not be backbiting and not to be hated, uh, hateful and not to, not to, uh, to always be uh, you know, tearing that person down. No, uh, that's not what that is. I'm putting myself below the mission God has for my marriage for my life, me being married to this person, hey, that is the mission that God has given me. Can I say that your husband is your, obviously God is, is, is in his rightful place, but your husband is your first priority. Those children are not first priority. Yeah, but they're three years old. They, hey, I know that. You take care of them. I'm not saying leave them alone for two hours and, you know, out in the whatever. Hey, what I'm saying is we've got far too many homes where the wife has made their mission, their children, and to the point, listen to me now, where their identity has been wrapped up in their children and not in the Lord and not in their husband. I guess if there was a title for this tonight, I guess it would be Stand By Your Man and Show the World You Love. No, um, seriously though, <laughs> you younger people don't know what I'm talking about. That's okay. The key here, church, don't miss this. Don't miss this. It's, it's so simple that we'll, we'll miss it. Verse 21, submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. You know, <coughs> you think about the, the wife and the respect that a wife should give for a husband, but can I say that is reciprocal. There should be a respect. Um, 
You've got so many different mindsets in, in, in what a husband and then that submission mean. That submission does not mean uh, slave. That, that submission does not mean you are a lesser person than me. That's not, remember, thinking about the, I think if we keep it in the military ranks perception, I think it helps us get through this. Uh, it doesn't mean, oh, you're lesser than me, so I can walk on you, and you stay 10 steps behind me, and you do what I say when I say it. That is not the spirit uh, that I believe God wants you to have in your marriage, and that is not what he wants. Uh, you think about, in the Word, in the word of God, uh, how the wives, how they, how they submitted to their husbands. Peter sets, the, uh, sets this across when he praises Sarah, the wife of Abraham, as an example of God, a godly wife when she called Abraham. Abraham, Lord. Uh, you know, that doesn't mean Lord in the sense of God, uh, Lord in the sense of master. Uh, and uh, this, that's a lot of respect. That's a lot of respect. Uh, can I say that that was the example that she was putting forth of, uh, you know, you, I'm sure you men have joked around, you call me Lord and master. No, uh, no, uh, not in the sense of that you are God. But, you know, she wanted to please her husband. She wanted to she wanted to be there for him. She wanted to make him happy. She wanted to do for him. She wanted to submit for him. That was her spirit. And can I say that there needs to be, uh, there needs to be an attitude, a spirit of, hey, I want to please him because I want to please God. I want to be there for him. I want to submit to him because I want to submit to God. Can I say the wrong interpretation that favors the wife says that as the Lord means, I'll submit to him as long as he does what, what, you know, what the Lord wants. Can I say there, there's, a lot, there's a lot of misinterpretation when it comes to this verse. Here, here, let me, let me give you. Hey, I'll obey my husband as long as he's following God. I'll obey him as long as, and then the wife often thinks in her, it's her job to decide what the Lord wants. Do you see where the danger creeps in there? Hey, as long as you're following God, I'll follow. You know, you, you, can, you can wrap this thing around and twist it in so many different ways. Uh, well, he's not following God right now, so therefore, I don't have to do anything he says. I don't have to submit to him. Wrong. 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 It's true that there are limits to a wife's submission, but the wife approaches as to the Lord in this way. You know, you know what it does? It, it, it degenerates into a case of, I'll submit to my husband when I agree with him. Are you getting what I'm saying here tonight? This is a part, part of the problem with America. I'll submit to him when I, hey, oh, I want to go out with my friends. Well, honey, I, I would rather us spend time together. Well, no, I want to spend time with my friends. Uh, well, I would rather, you just don't care about me and you storm off and go with your friends anyway. Is that submission? Okay, let's, 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 let's give the militant. Your drill instructor says, all right, now go clean the, go, go clean, go clean the barracks. Uh, I just don't feel like today. Me and the guys are going to go out and get a drink. Uh, we'll be back a little bit later. And uh, what do you think is going to happen? It's not going to go too well for you, is it? You're, you're, you're going to submit. You're going to submit there. Can, can I, this really doesn't have anything to do with my lesson, but just, just, can I say this? Can I throw this in there? Especially for you young people listening. This is why it is so, let me, let me come down on the floor because I want to emphasize this is why it is so, so vitally important for you when you start dating someone, courting someone, however you want to consider it, that you're not just doing it because they're like the cutest guy ever. 
They're just so intelligent. They're just so good looking. Hey, that is, that's wonderful. I'm not telling you to go out and date an ugly guy. No one wants that. I'm, ser- I'm seriously though. We rush these things. Parents say, hey, when, you're, when the people in authority over you, who you're supposed to be submitting to, say, you know, I would wait on that. Sometimes if I, if I can say this, I think, I think sometimes parents have an intuition here where they can look at this person and say, you know, something's just not right about this. I'm not too sure about this. Hey, can I say that uh, when you have people uh, giving you some red flags, it doesn't mean that they're just trying to stomp on what you think. You know, it's amazing. Let me say this. Uh, you've, met the, you've met the person, the boy or the girl, one week ago, and you're already saying I love you and you're ready to get married. There's a problem. There's a problem. You know, you know, um, Well, how do I, you know, I, I don't even know what this guy's like. You know, I, I married him and, and now I got to submit to him. Hey, do, do people change? Yes, they do. I, I, I can give you stories and stories and stories tonight of men who flip-flopped and ladies who flip-flopped. You know, they were super Christian and they got married and they turned into the devil. And they thought, oh, I got him now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, no, hey, we got to be real careful with this thing. You know, I, I'm not saying it needs to be this way, but you know, I like scripturally where the parents were involved in the decisions on whether or not that person, their, their little boy or girl, was going to marry that boy or girl. Amen. I'm thankful that I'm thankful we don't have fixed marriages. I'm thankful that I'm, I didn't meet my wife at the wedding altar. I'm thankful that it's not that way now in our culture. But can I say that I think there needs to be a submission to the parents of, hey, is this going to work or not? You know, it's a big deal. I've seen a lot of relationships where, where they didn't like the guy or they didn't like the girl, and there was just family turmoil the rest of their lives. There was no peace. There was no submission. There was no unity. There was, there was, uh, there was none of that. Because so-and-so decided to run off, and they knew what was best for their life. As to the Lord... Can I say that as to the Lord in this, in this verse here, it does not define the extent of a wife's submission or the limit of a wife's submission. It defines the motive of a wife's submission. So wives in here, what is your motive for submitting? Is it, is it because it's what God wants you to do or is it because you have to? Well, I, I'll, do, I'll do it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. Well... You know what it means? It means wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands because it is a part of your duty to the Lord, because it is an expression of your submission to the Lord. Or wives submit yourselves to your own husbands, do it in this way, do it as a part of your submission to the Lord. You're not doing it only for the husband, you are doing it primarily for the Lord himself. You are doing it for, as this text says, for Christ's sake, for Christ's sake. As to the Lord means a wife's submission to her husband is part of her Christian life and obedience. When a wife doesn't obey the word to submit to your own husband as to the Lord, she isn't only following short on as a wife, she's following short as a follower of Christ. Do you see that in here? Do you see this connection? I'm not making this up. When you, when you directly decide I'm not submitting to him, it's the same as not submitting to God. Dangerous territory. Dangerous territory. 
As to the Lord has nothing to do with your husband's intelligence. My husband doesn't know the Bible as well as I do. It, that doesn't has nothing to do with whether or not the husband is right on a particular issue. It has to do with Jesus being right. This means that a woman should take great care in how she chooses her husband. If you're not married yet and, and you believe God would, you know, you're open to God heaven, you get married. Uh, can I say in here today, you, you better be very careful. You better, you better counsel with a lot of people uh, who know what they're talking about. When I say counsel with people, I don't mean go to that person, excuse me here. Don't go to that person who's been divorced 15 times and say, hey, should I, should I be with this person or not? No, I, I don't recommend that. I don't recommend that. You know who you want to go to? Yeah, you go to that, you go to that person who's been married for 50 years and get advice from that, man, from, that, from that man and woman. How did you make it work? <laughs> there was, <laughs> I heard on the, on the, I was reading a story the other day, it was a few weeks ago actually, and uh, I believe it was for over 30 years, this man, he pretended to be deaf. They were, he and his wife, she thought he was deaf. And for over 30 years, he lived that as if he were deaf. And it finally came out that he wasn't, and, and well, things, um, things didn't go so well in that, in that relationship. That's some commitment, though. True story. That's some commitment. You can, for over 30 years, you can pretend you're deaf. That's committed right there. Ephesians 5.22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. Is, is, it, is it difficult? God, God knows that. Is it, is it difficult for my wife to submit to me? I'm, I'm sure it is. Sometimes, not all the time, but I'm sure it is sometimes when I say, all right, now, uh, this is what we're doing. But you know, I'm thankful that my wife says, all right, now, uh, my wife, uh, I believe, does a great job at properly uh, showing my children the model example of what a wife is to be in our home to our children. Hey, we want to do this, my wife. Well, I, I don't see a problem with it, but dad's making the decision. Dad's in charge. Dad's in charge. One of my kids the other day actually tried to pull that card, and uh, uh, my wife told them no, and they said, well, let's go talk to dad because he's in charge. <laughs> no, you're not, you're not going to go that route. I don't think so. It's, it, it can be difficult. For the husband is the head of the wife. Paul says here for a, a, a second reason for a wife's submission because the husband is the head of the wife in the full sense head has the idea of headship and authority. It means to have the appropriate responsibility to lead uh, it, it, with, with accountability. Now, this is for next week, uh, but husbands, uh, you can sit here and say, oh man, this is great, this is wonderful. The reality is uh, you have a greater responsibility as the head of the home, and you're going to account to God for more than that wife is as the head of the home. Whether, listen to me now, whether or not you're leading that home or not, you're still going to be accountable for your home. Notice that the apostles lay... <laughs> Lay out great stress in this area. Man was created first, but not only that, man was also made the Lord of creation. It was to man that this authority was given over to the animal, dealing with the animal creation. It was man who was called upon to give them names. Here, uh, these are indications that man was put into a position of leadership. Think of 1 Corinthians chapter 11 makes the point that God created Adam first and gave him responsibility over Eve. 
Can I say, listen to me now, church, this happened before the fall. This passage makes it clear that before, uh, before and after the fall, God ordained there be different rules between husband and wife. The difference in roles uh, between husband and wife are not the result of the fall, and they are not erased by our new life in Jesus either. What is, what is he saying? What he's saying is that the woman is different, and she is to complement the man. What he does prohibit, though, is that women, women should not seek to be manly. This, this isn't really the, necessarily the topic I'm going into tonight, uh, but women, there should be a clear difference between a man and a woman. God created them different, male and female created he, and uh, hey, they're to be different. Uh, a man is not to be walking around like a woman. A woman's not to be walking around uh, like a man. Uh, and, and, you know, there's so many fine lines of what you can do for this. Uh, if, you, if somebody can mistake you for a, for a man, or somebody can mistake, mistake you for a woman, uh, then there's probably a problem. But see, today now, everything's blended, and there's no anything. There's so many, now there's, you know, there's, you're, you're nothing. No, you're something. The, the moment you're born, you're something. You're a boy or a girl. There's no in between. Amen. He said, as Christ is the head of the church. Husbands, love your wives even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it. A wife should submit because the relationship of the husband and the wife is a model of the union between Jesus and the church. It's a wonderful model and picture there of the relationship between Jesus and the church. It's, this is, it's simple, simple and clear. We have a model for the marriage relationship and the relationship between Jesus and the church. And in that relationship, the headship of Jesus Christ is unquestioned. Am I wrong? How many of us in here question whether or not Jesus is in charge or not? There's no question. We know it's settled in our hearts. Hey, he is in charge. There's no, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. We know that. We wouldn't question that in here today. So also is the husband the head of the team or the, uh, of the team that you put together. That's one flesh relationship of husband and wife. I hope, I hope ladies, that you see that there is a proper place for you in the marriage. And that is, now, can I say this? Sometimes the wife has, well, many times the wife has to rise up and, and take charge because the husband won't. And let me say this, somebody has to lead. Somebody has to lead. Somebody's going to have to lead the home. And men in here, let me say, if you're not leading your home, you need to step up. You need to step up and you need to lead your home. That's not how I was raised. I was raised where my mom did everything. Well, that's okay. You can learn. Wives, give them grace. Give them some grace. Help them along. The Bible says of, of one body. Of one body. You know, I think this clearly shows that the wife is not only not to act independently of the husband. She's not to act before him either. Can I say that you shouldn't be delaying action, stalling action, refusing to act? Hey, ladies, you are here. God has created you for a wonderful purpose to, to compliment that man. Now, there's many different things that you can do to do that. 
In this passage, there's, I've given you three reasons for a wife's submission to her husband. I said first, it's a part of her obedience to Jesus as to the Lord. Secondly, it's appropriate order of creation. The husband is the head of the wife. And thirdly, it's, an appropriate, it's appropriate because of the model of the relationship between Jesus and the church. As Christ is head of the church, church is subject to Christ. There's a model here. Can I say this? That uh, yes, the goal is for you to submit to your husband as he is submitting to God. That is the ultimate goal. Can I say that if he's not submitting to God, can I encourage you to pray for him and pray for him and pray for him? You say, I have. Hey, continue to do so. You know, the principle of submission is presented in many different areas in the New Testament. Jesus submitted to his parents. Demons submitted to the disciples in Luke 10. Citizens uh, uh, could submit to the government and authority. Romans 13, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, the universe, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, is going to submit to Jesus. Christians should submit to, church, <laughs> to, to the church. Wives should submit to the husbands. Church should submit to Jesus. Servants should submit to their masters. Titus chapter 2. Christians should submit to God, Hebrews 12, 9. Paul says that the wife should be subject, I'm almost finished here tonight, verse 24, should be subject to her husband in everything. Does that really mean everything? It needs to be understood in the same way we understand submission in other spheres. So when Paul says in Romans 13 that the Christian must submit to the state, we understand that there are exceptions, right? <laughs> Some people say, hey, if they come and try to take my guns, they're going to get them, all right. Hey, there's, there's some things that, uh, that you're going to stand for and that you're not going to stand for. When the husband asks or expects the wife to sin, I believe she's free of that obligation to submit. Now, you may not agree with me on that. We'll agree to disagree. Your husband tells you to go steal something, and I ain't doing it. My wife says, hey, steal it. I'm, and I'm not doing it. Hey, but we're to submit to each other. Yeah, but I'm not doing, I draw the line when it comes to disobeying God. I draw the line. Can I say this, that once again, and I'm going to be finished for tonight, you can, you can take this and say, I'll submit until part, and you can fit that to whatever you want it to fit. As I said, what, what, is, what is the reason that you're submitting? Is it because you want to please God? Or you'll submit when it's convenient for you. You'll submit when you feel like it. You'll submit uh, when it's going to help you get your agenda done. Or you're submitting because this is what God wants me to do. Let's pray. Father. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon from Lighthouse Baptist Church. For more information about our ministry, go to lbccincy.com.